Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. It seems like it's one thing or another. If they're not recalling ground beef, it's pancake mix. For God's sakes, it was baby formula, dog food and treats, organic strawberries. Romaine lettuce always seems to pop into the news as something bad about every six months. And this time, it is about the romaine lettuce served by Wendy's on their burgers. Our go-to consumer watchdog is Teresa Murray. She's with the U.S. Public Interest Research Group. And what is up with the lettuce? It's romaine again, Teresa. Why is it always romaine? Well, it has something to do with the texture of romaine. Basically, the the bacteria can adhere better to uh, the romaine lettuce and some other types of produce, too. So is it that it's not being washed, or is it... How, how does this happen? Well, without getting into too much detail, because it's getting towards dinner time, uh, but most of the time it comes from contaminated water that's used for irrigation of crops. And once it's on there, it really can't be washed off. It can't be uh, cooked off. It's there. And that is a way they water crops in many countries outside the U.S. Somebody had told me once, because I went to Mexico a lot, and early, like 30, 40 years ago, I would get really sick. And they would say, do not eat anything not cooked, because the water they use on the crops, if you're lucky, it's gray water. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean... There are some things that definitely can be taken care of if you're cooking them, but E. coli on produce is not one of them, which, you know, who cooks their, with their romaine lettuce anyway, if you're going to put it on a, a burger or in a salad. And they said that um, in this case of Wendy's and the romaine lettuce, it's only the lettuce used on their sandwiches. It's not in their salads. But the average age was 21. There were people sick in between the age of like 8 and 91. But I found it interesting that the average age of the person that got sick was 21. Is that just because of their customer database? Probably, but I think the important thing to realize here is that E. coli is serious, okay? You just don't mess around with it. And it can afflict anybody. I mean, certainly people who are exposed to E. coli are more likely to get sick from it if they're like over 65 or under 5 or have uh, compromised immune systems or are pregnant women. They're more more likely to get sick from it, but it could just be the demographic that that eats at Wendy's. and the, I mean, the other interesting thing is a lot of people end up getting a stomach bug and they may not even know where, it, you know, what, what caused it. And they may not report it. They may not require medical care and it never even gets reported. So the thing here is whatever information is being reported by the CDC, the numbers of people who have gotten sick, which right now it's like 37 and including 10 people who've been hospitalized. But the number is even by the CDC standards they indicate that the number is probably much, much higher. And, you know, you said about the sandwiches, okay, I would not be surprised, and the CDC says it wouldn't be surprised if this expanded to other states. And there's no indication that other restaurants are involved, but who knows? Right, because if you're an organization as big as Wendy's, you're probably using the same supplier. Wouldn't that be safe to say? Well, they do use suppliers by region. So right now, the cases that have been identified are in Indiana, Michigan, Ohio, and Pennsylvania. 
But again, no one would be surprised if this ended up expanding. I mean, this only became public on Friday. And it turns out the CDC says the first case was actually reported on the 26th. So almost a month ago. And we're just now we're just now finding out about it. So I wouldn't be surprised at all if, you know, people who are hearing about this today, this week and and they're like, oh, hey, wait a minute. You know, a couple of weeks ago I had a sandwich at Wendy's and I had lettuce on it. And yeah, I remember how I was kind of yicky that weekend. Um, you know, and, and there's really probably no way to know now, but I suspect that a lot of a lot more cases will be traced to this than what exists right now. Teresa Murray is a consumer watchdog. We spoke to her last week because it's always one thing or another. Last week it was Capri Sun Juice bags. And and what else was it last week? I forget. What was it, Teresa? We talked to you about that. Um, oh. It was something all with a pizza. Yep, the home run yeah, in pizzas. They had, yeah, and so <laughs> I was just asking her last week, is it, it just feels like we, we can't consume anything without some amount of risk. And w- these 10 people have been hospitalized because of the lettuce on the sandwich at Wendy's. They said out of those 10, three people in Michigan had developed a type of kidney failure. Is that pretty closely associated with bad cases of E. coli? Yeah, um, about 10% of people who get sick from E. coli can actually develop this really serious kidney complication. And, you know, and you don't play with that. And it takes, it doesn't matter whether you're young or old. I mean, it can be extremely serious and it could be something that you carry with you the rest of your life. Well, the things you've told me today are really interesting. And that is that the texture of romaine is what leads this to be one of those that tends to be recalled or there seems to be, you know, big issues. And I'm uh, intrigued that it took from the 26th of last month to determine that there was an issue because you're right. That means many more people are sick. Well, it's, I mean, it's, it takes like the first case and, you know, maybe they go to urgent care and then there's somebody else in another state and they go to their primary doctor and it takes the CDC investigators, you know, kind of a few weeks and a few cases to kind of link everything together. Obviously, they're testing specimens and they're uh, talking to the people and saying, hey, you know, where did you eat for the three days prior to when you got sick? And it kind of takes a while to link it all together. Um, it's very frustrating. This is one of the things that we have harped on, that it it seems like it should be easier for the investigators to put out a warning to folks, even on the front end, just to be proactive and say, hey, heads up. Um, I mean, it's unfortunate. And then we want to see a better system so that people are protected. I'm waiting for that at-home test, much like a COVID test, where you can take it and determine that you have an E. coli infection, because, boy, that would help a lot, wouldn't it? Most people just think, oh, I've got the flu or something like that. Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. That's a, that's a really good idea. Okay, let me find an investor. We'll work on that. And where can people search your website, the U.S. Public Interest Research Group, online so that they can keep up to date on this stuff? Yeah, it's really easy. You just go to org. P-I-R-G dot org. And we cover a, a wide array of consumer issues from food recalls to product safety, identity theft, all kinds of things. We'll be in touch with her again. I have a feeling. Teresa Murray, Consumer Watchdog. Lauren has your news next from the Northwestern Medicine Newsroom. W-G-A.